When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. A product of the Whisper Forge. Sound and story brought to life. You're listening to a parody that is not affiliated with or endorsed by Supergiant Games in any way. We're just big old nerds making improv fanfiction. Rogue Runners is rated R for pretty much everything you can find in Greek mythology. Violence, assault, self-harm, offensive language, insensitive humor, and intense themes. We encourage everyone to check out our show notes and transcripts on our website at whisperforge.org. Are you ready to run? Then welcome to Volume 1 in the Blood. You arrive on a giant, triangular platform, on which each side is 60 feet in length. Your starting point is at one of the corners of the triangle, and you also notice that only the corners of the triangle are solid stone and big enough to fit you. The entire rest of the triangle is solid ice. Furthermore, a large crack begins widening in the ice in the middle. All around you on the outsides of the triangle is endless black. Each corner of the platform also contains a mirror, which floats gently behind that point of the corner. You see two heretics on each corner. That is not the corner that you're on. Great. Roll initiative. My initiative for Rete is a 7. Annie is an 8. 13. I have a 13 as well. Wretched heretics are up first. The two wretched heretics that are on the northern point of the triangle, they're going to turn around and they're going to face the mirror at their corner. They're going to go... And they're going to fire their bolts into the corner mirror that they have. And those bolts are going to come out of the mirror that's behind you. No. And they're going to hit you. So each of you is hit with six bolts. That's 64 plus six. Oof. I hate magic. (laughs) That is 24 damage at each of you. I have a plan. Yes, exp- tell it to me as I move somewhere. Okay, so so here's here's what I think, right? The crack is widening in the center. It's a question of weight. We are too heavy here on this uh, side of the triangle. However, since there are four of us here and two on each other platform, two of us can move freely about the ice. 
meaning two of you should move out to the center while we kill the others on the platform. As we kill those, you can replace them on that side. Then one of us can inhabit each corner of the triangle, and one of us in the center will be perfectly weighted, and the crack should stop. Okay, that is brilliant, number one. I will also just mention one factoid, which is that the wretched heretics are floating. Never mind, everyone spread out, everyone go to one corner, and one person stay in the center, and... Any other question? Can we run through the mirror? It's just a question. <laughs> yeah, I'll, all right. He'll, he's gonna. He's about to fucking face plant into the mirror. So here we go. Get seven years of bad luck. Okay, so the mirror has a series of glyphs along it, which can be activated with an action and then pointed to one of the other corners. Great, the north corner. Beep boop beep. Activate. All right, you do activate it. So now that mirror is going towards the north corner. So Rolf is going to run through that portal. You run through it, you immediately appear in front of two wretched heretics. Great, and then he's going to produce a blood crystal forth. It's going to float betwixt his two hands as he focuses on it, and you see it vibrate louder and louder until it shatters with an incredible thunder wave. They need to roll a constitution saving throw. They need to roll a 20 or higher. Uh, well, they get an 8. All right, and then they take... 3d8 damage because that was cast at second level for a total of 17 damage. So Rolf, Guile's theme starts playing. You run into this mirror. You emerge from the other mirror. You hear down, now, 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 now. You take out this blood crystal and you're charging it up between your hands and you're going, Hadouken! And then uh, (laughs) you blast the thunder wave and you obliterate those wretched heretics. They're gone. You're welcome, friends. Annie is going to switch up the mirror so that the next time someone wants to run through it or shoot something through it, it would attack the other two wretched heretics towards the eastern area. The wretched heretics are going to fire bolts into the mirror and they're going to go... And the bolts are going to come out at everybody except Rolf. That's good, because I would have died. Guess I will die. Everybody takes 23 force damage that is not Rolf, as these bolts just go bam, 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 bam. Rete, seeing what is about to happen, pulls out his adrenaline shot and just shoves it in his thigh as he gets obliterated by these witch balls. Okay, you don't need to take it out. It just automatically injects into your heart. (laughs) So you're up to 40 hit points. With the mirror pointing at the southeast corner, Arete will draw Lavoie with his aspect of Arete and his normal short sword and leap through the portal. And he will do some two-weapon fighting to attack both of the wretched. Okay. First attack roll is a seven. Okay, that does not hit the wretched heretic. 18 for the second. That definitely hits. And that will be six damage. Ooh. Okay, you feel like you got it really low, so... This wretched heretic is going, <laughs> Rolf, would you mind if I left it up to you? Huh? I would like to heal myself. Yeah, it's fine. Okay, I'm going to use Cure Wounds at level two and get 18 health back. Uh, let's, uh, let's, let's bring out the classic. Let's acid splash at him. I recall that crystal that is now lying right in front of me, the shards of it that shattered, and then I fuse them yet again into a nice, strong, steady stream of acid coming directly out of my fingertip. And they have to roll a dexterity saving throw of 18 or higher. Okay. 
they get 21. Guess what? Rui Jingle Bong 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 and they get disadvantage. <laughs> Very nice. Now they only get a 12. Alright, and they fail, so they take... Oh, not bad. Nine damage each. Okay, they both go... <laughs> And disintegrate. Alrighty. Thanks, Rolf. I, uh... I appreciate you coming in there. Anytime, chief. You see a pomegranate appear directly on the cracking ice in the middle. <laughs> Rolf uh, gently gets down on all fours and very slowly crawls out onto the ice. <laughs> if you don't want to risk it for the biscuit, I can cast a mage hand. I'm going to run for it. Okay, you know, whatever, high hell, whatever. You all had things to do, but I think Alexander's is the most destructive, so we'll go with his first. So um, Alexander runs onto the ice. Do you want to do anything like grab the pomegranate yes okay (laughs) (laughs) he grabs it and slides off with it (laughs) you grab the pomegranate the force of you running on the ice cracks the ice and the ice breaks and directly underneath you is a sheet of crystal and within that sheet of crystal you see an icon of a wine glass with wine in it (gasps) it's time to get drunk Everybody. Dionysus? Okay, did I fall or? So basically, if you want to go into it, you break it. Be careful, Alexander. You break it, you buy it. The the pomegranate? Oh my god, never mind. (laughs) (laughs) What did the DM just say about entering the thing? You need to break it to go in. But I want to eat the pomegranate. (laughs) I don't know that this, this one is yelling at me. To break things. <laughs> this one? This one? Ow. I've been reduced to this one. I'm gonna eat the pomegranate. Okay. When you eat the pomegranate, everybody gets a benefit, which is that your adrenaline auto injector upgrades to rare rarity. Ooh. Do we get to pick which of the two between Poseidon versus I mean like I don't care. I just wanted to check. I couldn't remember. Yeah, so you can choose. Do you want to upgrade your Poseidon boon or your Hephaestus boon? I mean, since I've already used mine, it might be nice if it refreshes it. (laughs) It does not. Okay. Yeah, then I'm going to go with the Poseidon one. Really? Because he already used his, so he can't use it. You three would still get a benefit. Yeah, but it would be nice for you to still be able to benefit. But what what would it do? Just give you more health when you come back? We don't know that until we pick it. Nope. I think it does something even cooler. Hmm. Fuck, man. Hey, everyone. I'll take this for the team. You pick pick the cool thing. I, I want to get the one that benefits us all, but I'm just like me, Giancarlo. I'm such a slut for, like, not having to die. <laughs> give uh, it to me, Dungeon Daddy. Well, we will. Don't you worry. Uh- <laughs> I mean, I'm assuming upgrading the wave dash, you just get more AC when you're dashing. That's like a fair assumption. I am voting for Hephaestus's boon. I'm going to assume. I need to hear votes from everybody else. I just feel bad because. Don't feel bad. Get glad. All right, we have two for Hephaestus. Oh, Annie's going to vote for Hephaestus, I think. So take that. All right. <laughs> uh. I'm sorry, Reggie. I already voted for Hephaestus. Just do it. I know, but it was like a, it was a, it was a kind gesture. I appreciate the gesture from your apology. Now, please cast your vote. All right, let's do it to him. I'm going Hephaestus. All right, the pomegranate upgrades your adrenaline auto injector to rare rarity. So now, when it activates, you get a choice. First, you already get the healing. That's guaranteed. But you get a choice of of one of two additional effects. One, you can be granted invisibility immediately. The other is that you can gain a flying speed of 30 feet for the rest of the chamber. Flying speed? 
Thank you, Hephaestus. And now Alexander will flip his sword so the point is down, raise it above his head, and stab his sword into the crystal. You all fall deep into blackness. <laughs> Sounds like my daily routine. <laughs> You find yourself in a large, dark hall, but the square tiles underneath you begin lighting up in alternating colorful patterns. Disco, baby. Do we hear a booming bass outside? Like You hear... And then you see a moon-like ball of crystal descending from the ceiling. And the way that this ball of crystal is shaped, it's kind of like golf ball shaped. And as the lights from the floor touch the crystal, it casts these disco lights elsewhere around the room. Yeah. And then as you peer deeper into the crystal, you see a little halfling man who shouts out, Welcome to Dancing with the Gods! Yes! Yes! Oh my yes! God. And as the lights go up a little bit, you see across the room from you Pende, Palaestra, Ajax, and Adonis. And he says, On today's Dancing with the Gods, we are going to have our Olympiads pair up to see who can give us the best dance moves to entertain Olympus. Are you ready to dance? I. I'm ready. Rolf strips his clothing off, revealing a, a nice tight bodysuit beneath it, sparkling in sequin. It says, "Yes." Oh wow! You've been, uh, you've been, you've been wearing that the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> I, appre- I appreciate your, uh, your sense of fabric choice. Annie doesn't have a sparkly, fancy, dancy suit, but she is sure ready to dance. And Arete uh, tries to like fix his hair, but then he realizes he's bald. And uh, I guess Arete will step out onto the dance floor. Alex, are you ready to dance? Left foot, let's stomp. Right foot, let's stomp. Freeze! Everybody clap your hands. All right, the music turns up, and then he says, All right, now everybody, meet up with your dance partner. And then whichever tile you're standing on, the lights on that tile start lighting up a line of tiles leading to your dance partner across from you. For our first round, our contestants will be dancing the Electro Swing. Arete, you see this trail of lights lead to Adonis, 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 Adonis. Caliestra, who's wearing like a, a bowler hat. She's kind of dressed like Don Draper. She's got this like really nice fitting suit and tie and like a hat. She's got her hair like pulled back in a bun and uh, she looks very handsome. Rolf, the trail of lights leads you to Ajax. <laughs> Ajax is also dressed in this kind of like swingy outfit. So he's got kind of like a really tight vest and his like bulging muscles are coming out through the button shirt underneath. And he's got these like tight fitting pants. And then uh, like a little red bow tie. Annie, the lights follow you all the way over to Panday. She did not want to change for this occasion, so she's wearing a sari. Alexander, the lights follow in front of you all the way to Adonis, who is wearing this of really cute rainbow suspenders. Oh. <laughs> and nothing else. And nothing else. <laughs> no, and like on a shirt. All right, our electro swing dance off begins in 30 seconds. 
I quickly move forward and I hold out my hand and I say, may I have this dance? Oh, I thought you'd never ask. And she holds out her elbow. I take it. Rolf swallows his pride and walks up to Ajax, hoping that it'll be like one of those, we're about to dance, but we're like glaring at each other face to face before we do. Okay. <laughs> Alexander will walk onto the dance floor halfway, waiting for Adonis. Okay, Adonis does meet you. He comes back right up to you. He goes, so um, do we put our arms around each other or something? I've never done electro swing before. I have. I don't even know what that is. Uh I'll you want me to follow you. I just feel like you'd be a better lead. Very well. I will. I will uh, I'll do my best. <laughs> okay. And then Ajax is going to look at you, Rolf, and you're as tall as he is. So he goes, huh, well, at least they got our heights right. And he does that thing that, like, straight men do at weddings where, like, their arms are just, like, perpetually at their sides because if they were to touch their hips, it would be, like, too fruity or something. Yeah. So he's like, all right, let's do this. Yeah. yeah. And that, that Rolf is going to grab him, put, like, one arm, like, around his waist and take his hand and lift it up so that he is in the, like, traditionally, like, woman's pose. But it's not, like, violent at all. It's it's very, like, just, like, we're going to do it and just, like, this is what it is. All right. Uh, he Flushes. There we go. Annie's gonna do like some twirls over to Panday. Just like some like pirouettes. They're not necessarily good, but she's just like, she loves the music. She's here to have a good time. Are you she's... telling me Annie can't do a clean triple? Hey, she hasn't warmed up yet. Yeah? Hey now, don't come for her. There is no F between my B and A. Thank you very much. All right, anyway. Pop off, sis. That is a B and an A. That is not an MT. It's not. It's just my degree. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, Annie's going to do her little twirls over to Panday. And she's just going to be like dancing in place, just waiting for Panday to join her. Panday very solemnly walks up to her and she says, I'm not much of a dancer. That's okay. You don't have to be. Just let the music... Just let the music do it. Just let the music do its job. At this, the electro swing music flares up and you are expected to dance. So this is something called a skill challenge. <laughs> and the way skill challenges work is you are going to be presented with a series of tasks and you have to use whatever abilities or skills you want to to resolve those tasks. But you can only do each method once. So for example, if Annie said, oh, I want to use my great dance moves and roll a performance check, she can do that for the first song but that means she can't use performance checks for later songs. Does that make sense? Okay. Yes. yes. That also applies for spells, abilities, anything that you think will help you and your partner have the best possible dance. So now you guys are in a dance-off and we're going to start with Arete and Polyester. What's going on? Uh, okay. <laughs> um... Arete is going to roll a performance check. He kind of overheard Annie talking about letting the music move you, so he is trying to be inspired um, with his performance roll of 12. Palestra is going to use her monk feature, which is increased unarmored movement speed. So she is just going to do like some really fast spins like all around you while you're kind of like leading her like in the middle and using her as this like swinging implement, essentially. She got a 12 as well. So you guys are at an average of 12. Rolf and Ajax, what's up? I think 
Rolf is gonna take advantage of the blushing Ajax and begin to lead him in an intricate dance and just roll a performance. Okay, what is the dance? I think this is gonna be like the, we're like kicking, what, what is that called? Is that when you're like kicking like opposite legs? Like a, a little, Charleston? Yeah, I think he's gonna lead him in a Charleston before eventually he's gonna grab Ajax firmly by the arms and then try and swing him through underneath his legs and then pose like both of them stretching out in opposite directions. Okay. Ajax is gonna fly into a rage because that's his main class feature. <laughs> oh my word. However, when he does this, he can unleash a battle cry infused with divine energy. Up to 10 creatures of your choice within 60 feet of you that can hear you gain advantage on attack rolls and saving throws until the start of your next turn. And he is gonna attack this dance uh, as best as he can. Yeah! All right, so can you give me your roll again, Rolf? That's an 18 performance. Okay, and he's gonna use his barbarian class feature. We're gonna give him a 13. So you guys have an average score of 16. Annie and Panday, what's going on? Annie would really like to use, uh, do a history check just to try and remember like specific moves that were known for like the swinging times. You know what I'm saying? So like a history of swing kind of book that she probably read about. Okay. And would like to refer back to that to try and uh, nail some good moves. As you're dancing, you feel the magic of the College of Mysteries swarms around you and you change into this gorgeous flapper dress <gasps> as you're drawing on your historical knowledge. All right, roll for me. Woo! That's a 23. Let's see what Panday is going to do. Okay, she has an attack called Sweeping Attack. So basically, as you guys are dancing, she's going to do these large sweeps around the room as if she was swinging her axe, but there's no axe, so it's just kind of this like beautifully showwomanly turn that's dramatic. It was not really in tune to the music, so she got a four. That's okay. You just keep doing it, Panday. So your average score is a 14. Alexander and Adonis. Alexander's gonna start by doing a three-step in, three-step out like a break dancer would, and then he does in fact get down on the ground and start break dancing and spinning, and then he will use his wave dash, so now you see this Poseidon waves around Ooh. while he's spinning, and then hopefully with that wave dash you can also force Adonis like up into the air and let him take it from there. Okay, so Adonis goes wee as you push him up into the air. He has an ability called Whirlwind Attack, which he's going to use to just, uh, when you launch him up into the air with the water, he's going to spin around in a little whirlwind, which everyone is very impressed by. I I'm going to give inspiration for using a creative boon. Roll with advantage for me, by the way. 13. You got a 13, he got a 17. So your average score is a 15. So the song finishes, all of the shades cheer and clap. The dance hall you notice is actually filled with shades. It was just hard to tell because of how dark it is. But the thing is, they're all around you, but you just phase through them when you're dancing. So it's not a big deal. Koalamos is going to say, all right, that was a rousing first round. Let's look at our rankings for our dancers. In first place, we have Rolf and Ajax hey. with 16 points. Nice. In second place, we have Alexander and Adonis with 15. He bows. In third place, we have Annie and Panday with 14 points. Ooh, Annie's going to curtsy. And in fourth place, we have Arete and Palestra with 12 points. Don't worry, Polly. This was just the warm-up round. All right. Well, since that was just the warm-up round, let's all switch partners. <gasps> Whoa. Oh, no. 
So here's what's going to happen. Everybody's partner shifts. Arete, your partner is now Adonis. <gasps> yeah. Alexander, your partner is now Panday. Annie, your partner is now Ajax. Rolf, your partner is now Palyestra. All right. Our next song will be the Saucy Tango. You have 30 seconds to prepare. <gasps> Bro, I'm so tempted to tell someone to just kill me so I can do a cool trick with <laughs> That's just this thing. Oh my gosh. <laughs> just like in the 30 seconds, you turn to your partner and you're like, murder me, murder me right here now. I promise everything's gonna be fine. Just do it. <laughs> you start to hear this like very less tango-y, more flamenco-y beats start to come up under your feet. How do you feel about some romance for the show? Oh, it's been so long since anyone's ever wanted to be romantic with me. Oh, let's let's do it. Let's be romantic. Let's do it. Alias <laughs> is also toweringly tall. So yeah, you two are a perfect match. Beautiful. Shall I lead or you? You're with Panday. She goes, I'm not much of a dancer. I think you should lead. Very well. Annie's still dancing like in her spot. Like she just has not stopped dancing since the music has started. She's just, she's vibing with it. And she's going to look at Aegis and be like, really glad we had that conversation earlier. Else this would be probably really, really uncomfortable for both of us. Can you tango or, or, or flamenco? Or how do you feel? Uh, about... I think I can, but I think it takes two to tango. Oh, Ajax, you're you know what? You're getting better and better every time we meet. Okay, let's let's we got this. Let's do this. Can you tell me where is a good place to put my hands on you? Ajax, I'm so if I could, I would award you some inspiration, buddy. That's awesome. Good for you. And Annie will just take his hands and place them where they need to be placed and where she feels comfortable. Okay. Arete and Adonis. Adonis goes, oh boy. What, are you, are you, are you nervous? Yeah. <laughs> Don't worry. I can lead. And I take Adonis's hands and I place one on my shoulder and I hold the other one and I grab his waist and I pull him in close and I'm like, all right, T-A-N-G-O. Ready? Arete is rock hard. <laughs> so the music starts up. It, it is this like sexy tango flamenco-y beat. There's this wonderful guitar going. What do you do for this round? You have to use something different than you did earlier in the skill challenge. So let's start with um, Arete and Adonis. What do you do? All right. I am going to lead Adonis through with some very deft and complicated footwork for the tango. And I'll be doing an acrobatics check to complete that. Okay. Make a charisma saving throw. My charisma saving throw is a 13. You feel very confident in your ability to do this, Tango, but it is like Adonis just perpetually radiates these like waves of magnetism that make your thoughts fuzzy and you just like just want to keep looking at him and like looking at the way his like lips move and the way his eyes look and uh, you find that you're making this roll with disadvantage. Alright, so with the disadvantage, it is a 12. Okay. Adonis is going to use his ranger ability Umbral sight, which lets him have dark vision, which he's going to use to have a much more solid footing in this dark dance hall. He gets a 19. That puts y'all at a 16 average. Annie and Ajax, what are you doing? Annie would like to use performance for this one. Okay. Uh, what are you doing? Annie knows that with tango or flamenco, the steps are a lot sharper, but they are kind of also, you can still incorporate some like sweeping motions. So she really is going to let Ajax lead her in this, unless for whatever reason he seems to be stumbling, but she's really going to just try and sell it with this. Ajax is going to use his athleticism here. He's going to try to let his body be like a really firm anchor by which to move you around. 
So he is also going to roll. What did you get, Annie? 26. He got 25. Wow. So y'all are sitting on a 26 average at ATM. Alexander and Pandey. Okay. So Alexander starts by trying to do some kind of tango thing, and it's feeling awkward, and it just it doesn't feel right. And uh, so he's going to change it up and then start just trying to have fun with it and make it a flamenco thing. And he's lifting his head high up in the air and doing the shuffle heart, like sharp steps and, and snapping his fingers. And he knows it might not look very good, but like he's just trying to have fun with it. And, and uh, Oh, that's cute. Uh, sorry. So what are you using? I'm just going to be a regular performance. Okay, sure. Uh, roll for me. And it's a seven. <laughs> okay, she is going to use something called commanding presence. So she's going to kind of tell you like, no, I, th- I think it's supposed to go this way. J- do it like this. Oh, yes. Follow me. And shimmy there. So okay. she's going to roll a d20. Oh, she got a nine. <laughs> okay, so your average is an eight. So that's how you guys did. Okay, Rolf and Palestra. Rolf is going to use his very high insight to read Palestra's body language. And so follow feeling Palestra's uh, incredible strength he's going to follow and, and play into her desires upping the romance of the dance and then if the insight goes well is hoping that it will end in a dramatic dip in her arms and open himself up for a kiss to wow the audience okay as you do this dip Palestra uses her monk feature slow fall Okay, what did you get in your roll? 15. Okay, she got a 20. So that puts you guys at a solid 18. So yeah, as she does this, you've been spinning her around, you dip her, her bun comes undone, and her long silver hair just comes flowing out behind her as you're holding her in for a kiss. (laughs) Do you do it? Does it happen? Is she she open to it? She seems open to it. Then yes, I do it. You plant a kiss on Palestra, and you feel something come alive within both of you. (gasps) And then the song ends, and rose petals rain on the two of you. And then a columnist goes, oh, wow, that was a a lot. My toga's feeling tight. Is it warm in here? (laughs) Oh, okay. All right, we're going to move on. We're going to... We're, 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 we're going to move on to uh, our next genre. So for this one, you get to do pure pop sensation. So this is going to be like a very like Carly Rae Jepsen-esque beat, like party beat. And you can choose your own dance partner for this. So the way you can choose your own dance partner is you see the lights around your tile are just spiraling out to like everybody. So all of you can decide who you want to dance with. Um... No, wait, no, not. I would go with polyester, but after seeing that. They, it looks like they might want to stick around together for the next one. So, <laughs> Can we dance with each other like our own Olympia? You can. Aww. Oh, and then Ajax. Is Ajax going to be the last one? Aww. Aww. Hey, he was really good this last time. I got to hand it to him. All right, do you guys, do, have you guys picked your dance partners? No. <laughs> well, you have to pick now. <laughs> Arete kind of like bows his head a little bit, but kind of like looks up at Adonis and he's like, um, do you uh, care for a second dance? Uh, um, oh, uh, and he looks nervously to his right as Ajax literally said the exact same thing to him. And he goes, uh, uh, okay, okay, uh, sure, yeah, it's cool. And then uh, and Ajax goes, yeah, it's totally cool. It's, yeah, <laughs> why, why would we even, like, dance with our own Olympiad? It's like we see each other all the time. Yeah, it's like, so cool. <laughs> Oh, no! 
I think Rolf is just gonna ask Paliestra, but who who are you thinking to dance with? I I I'm terrible at decisions. I don't think I've ever danced before, really, or, or uh, the the, the kiss, uh, that thing. Um, what? Paliestra <clears throat> is extremely fit, but you have never seen her out of breath before, right now. <laughs> and she says, "I could have danced all night." I don't know. I'll find anyone. You should pick who you want. Oh, that doesn't make bad. Well, who do you want to? Um, I think that went well. If you want to dance again, are you asking her? Are you picking her as your partner? Yeah, I, I, yeah, sure. If you're interested. Um. Okay. No, can I see what Annie's gonna do first? <laughs> <laughs> I don't mind, but I don't think we did very well. So it's so. It's up to you. <laughs> you want to dance with Ajax? I don't. If, yeah, if it's, I'll, I'll dance with anyone. It won't be good, but I'll try. All right, so Alexander, are you asking Ajax? No, I'm kind of, I'll let anyone choose. Oh my me. god, that's not how this works. You're picking someone. Uh, <laughs> don't be a wallflower, Alexander. You're hearing this pop song start up. Don't be a wallflower, Alexander. Get out there. Uh, I'll just stick with Henday. <laughs> We're leaving her to go. Yeah, everyone stay with their partners, and then you're like. Ooh, yeah, exactly. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> and you're just gonna look at Ajax and be like, seconds? I mean, sh- I, I thought we did pretty well. So I, th- I think we did great. Sure. I'm, hey, and I, can I just say? And she's gonna like lean in and whisper, like, I'm sorry about, I'm sorry about Adonis. I, I know you wanted to dance with him. Oh my god. I, 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 I think you were miss seeing that. I, I don't know what you're talking oh. about. Okay, let's go. Oh, okay. Well, I just, I just wanted to say we could, we could take this opportunity to like, you know. You show them, show them what you got. You know what I mean? Yeah, I've, I I got a lot to show off. All right, let's do this. So, I mean, you could dance this however you want. It's like dancing in a club, but remember you're dancing to impress people. Arete and Adonis, what's going on? I'm going to roll a sleight of hand check as Arete bursts out the hand jive to this pop music. And he hopes that Adonis knows the hand jive as well. And as a bonus action, because I take a bonus action to dash, as I'm doing the hand jive, Poseidon, give me some flair. Then a wave crests and carries me and Adonis as I'm doing the hand jive and Adonis is doing. Adonis is going to say, Lady Artemis, I call for your aid. And he's going to fire an arrow into the sky and fireworks are going to light up everywhere. So for the sleight of hand, I rolled a 13. Can I use the plus two of the AC from the boon to add plus two to my roll, question mark? Sure. All right. So that brings it to a 15. Uh, You got a 15. He got an 18. That puts y'all at a 17. Annie and Ajax, what's going on? So Annie, having seen the spectacle that Arate and Adonis have showed up, she wants to use insight just so she can like gauge, okay, like it's more of like we're showing off. We're not dancing just to have fun. This is actually like a competition. So she would like to lead into Ajax and tell him, Ajax, I need you to throw me. I need you to throw me as, as, as hard as you can, as hard as you can. And if he agrees, then she would like to use the Hephaestus boon in flying speed. Use the fireworks that are going on and like fly throughout them. Okay, so you want to expend your auto injector? <laughs> Honestly, I am pretty low on health. So yeah, actually, that's probably not a bad idea. I'm not going to lie. And the role you're doing is insight? Yes. What are you inciting again? Inciting a better understanding of what the audience wants. Okay, so roll that up. Oh! 
28. So the insight oh. that you get is that the audience, for all their cheering in the spectacle, is very wrapped up in the intrigue and dramas of the potential social dynamics and romances between the partners. Yeah. So anybody who plays that up will do really well. Ajax goes, I think this is gonna kill you, but okay. And he throws <laughs> you up as hard as he can. <laughs> Kills you. <laughs> Your adrenaline auto-injector goes off. <laughs> I love how we've gone from, I'm going to put your hands on me where I feel comfortable to fucking kill me. But you feel that auto ejector go off and then you are suddenly flying. You have a flying speed. And what do you do with it? Annie is like flipping through the air. She's doing cartwheels through the air. Just she's reveling in it. She loves it. She's blowing kisses to the audience. She's waving to them. And if she could, she would, I don't know, probably throw money or something. Beautiful. Everybody loves it. They're clapping. They're cheering. There's confetti falling around you. He gets a 19, which makes your average score, I believe, a 21. Alexander and Pende. A little underwhelming after that, but uh, Alexander's gonna do what the Egyptians do and walk like an Egyptian and then wait for <laughs> wait for Pende to run at him so that he can pick her up uh, in the air and let her do some poses or something, whatever she wants to do. I'll use athletics for that. All right, she's going to use her evasive footwork in order to make a more impressive dance happen. All right, so what was your roll, Alexander? 26. Ooh, everybody's rolling well. Oh, she got a nat 20. Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right, so your score is a 23. Who's left? Rolf and Pelliestra? Rolf is going to cast Melf's Minute Meteors, and they're going to be rotating around him and Pelliestra as they're dancing. And then he's going to expend a sorcery point to use a careful casting and allow them both to succeed on the saving throw as he brings the meteors down and they explode, basically blinding the audience. And every time one of them explodes, they're in a different pose, in a different place. <laughs> oh, that's cool. Hell yeah, okay. I'm gonna give inspiration for that, cause that's cool. So I'll take that inspiration and then they'll end in a nice big dramatic embrace, like low down to the ground, fully extended. All right, she's just going to use her evasion feature, uh, which is specifically for things like Melf's Minute Meteors, where she's just coolly dodging out of all these meteors and shit. All right, what did you get? That's a four, so I'm going to expend my inspiration. And that's a 17. Hell yeah, she got a 19, so your average is an 18. The music finally dies down, the cheering dies down, and Koalabo says, oh, wow, now that is a dance party for the gods. Speaking of, I think you've got a little gift from somebody over there. And then the disco ball that he's in cracks open. He flies up, and you see like a crystal with a purple wine glass float down to you guys. Sweet. Um, so do only one of us get it? I think we all earned it. Yeah, um, uh, good work out there. Uh, yeah, good job. Yeah. It was fun. Uh, who wants to do the honors? Let's, let's all touch it together. Ajax throws his hand on the crystal. I also throw my hand on the crystal. Excellent. So does everybody else. Okay. <laughs> so, uh... <laughs> all right, so you hear the sounds of good cheer. The smell of wine fills the air. You hear a bacchanal happening somewhere in the distance. And then on a floaty, dark purple cloud, you see this very built figure reclining with like a wreath of grapes around him. Now that's what I call a dance-off. Haven't seen anybody liven up that dreary dive bar down there since my old pal started breaking urns and taking names down there. Say, you shades over there. Can old Dionysus count on you to keep the party going? Absolutely. You could choose between a power boon, a survivability boon, or a utility boon. Should we 
be survivable? I'm I'm inclined to survivable. I will say we don't have any power boons at the moment. And they do help with surviving. Well, we have a survival. We have a utility, so I guess we can get a power. Be sure, why not? Let's spice it up. A power boon from Dionysus ought to be very interesting. This is a common power boon from Dionysus. You inflict hangover when you deal damage to enemies. So the way hangover works is that it applies up to 10 stacks. Each single stack of hangover, the way it works is that at the end of that creature's turn, they take the amount of damage equal to the number of stacks that they have of hangover. When you deal damage to a creature, you apply one stack of hangover. Furthermore, at the end of each creature's turn, they can remove up to 1d4 stacks of hangover. Ty! Thanks, Dionysus. Thank you, Dionysus. You just hear that, like, fucking, like, club noise. That bow, 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 oh, yeah. As the cloud dissipates. But you're still in a dance hall. You also see a gate leading out of the dance hall. And on that gate, you see a red spear point and a golden shield. Oh. And a skull and crossbow. <laughs> so there's three gates? Nope, just one. It's another challenge of the gods. You said a shield? It's a golden shield, a red spear point. Oh, fuck me in the ass. <laughs> oh, no. No, no. This is the bard action I've always wanted. This is what I want, Amanda. Do this all the time. Fellow Olympiad, y'all want to come through this portal with us and let's all uh, face off against the gods together, eh? Uh, I don't think it works like that. I think it's, you can really only call on each other using, like, that little doll that uh, Adonis gave you so sweetly, for example. Yeah, I, I yeah, yeah, I, I, you're right. Um, <laughs> before we go uh, throw ourselves as cannon fodder to a god. You're right. How's everyone doing, you know, health-wise? I used the Hephaestus spoon, so I'm feeling pretty good. I'm also feeling great. I'm feeling a little under halfway. As am I. And I think I'm going to fix that right now. So I'm going to lay on hands for 29 on myself. Wow. I guess I'll use false life on myself. Rolf is going to produce some third level vapors. As he breathes in 16 points of false life. Nice. Let's make a cha-cha line out of this room into the gate. Like everybody lines up together. And mm. cha, 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 cha. Say less. And Rolf gets in line. Palaestra calls out and says, uh, Rolf? Uh, yes, Palaestra. Uh, um, uh, be, be careful out there. You, you too. And, uh, nice, nice work. Good moves with your... Uh, self. Oh, you sound so much younger now. <laughs> Very spry. <laughs> yes. Uh, she nods. Um, perhaps we can dance a game sometime. Hmm. Cha-cha, yes? Cha-cha-cha-cha-cha-cha. <laughs> and as Arete starts to cha-cha with the rest of the Olympiad, he gives a like a friendly wave over his shoulder and a, a big old smile to Adonis. You wave to Adonis, who is in deep conversation with Ajax. Oh, no. Okay. <laughs> oh, I have a question. Yeah. Did we... Did our scores mean anything? Nope. Oh, yeah. All right. And with that knowledge, Annie's going to keep on cha-chan real smooth. Let's go. Your competitive nature is your downfall. Hey, hey, hey. That's you. That's all you, dog. Cha-cha real smooth. Okay. Are you all in the portal? Yes. 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 Okay. (laughs) We all cha-cha'd in there.
You find yourself in the same room you last had a trial of the gods. On the far right corner of the room, you see the icon of Athena, and on the far bottom left, you see the icon of Ares. Here's a question. How do we feel about Ares, period? You know, he failed me the last time, but I think Athena did as well, so... Wait, what do you... Wait, wait... What do you mean by fail... What do you mean by failed? Well, we lost... Or we, we didn't lose, but we died, and all that was left was Rolf. And then when I called Athena to help aid me in my stealthy pursuits... I was also <laughs> failed in that. Okay. Totally her fault, and that's on her. So I will let you choose whoever. Uh, they're both good on the battlefield, I suppose. I hate these. If I'm gonna, I'm I'm gonna be completely honest. I hate picking between them. It makes me sad and it hurts my heart. But because we have to decide. I will agree with whatever you all want. So you're not deciding. Nope, I'm letting you do it, and I will agree. I'm deciding not to decide. Exactly. Thank you. Right. Well, tactically, four health per hit is not a lot, but an extra die of damage is a lot. So... Yes, but so far our greatest hurdle has been dying. I understand, but a four health does not stop losing 26 health much, like, per hit. No, but over time, it does go a long way toward reducing it. If you're getting hit for 20 a pop, uh, that's a 25% reduction. A 20%. I know I said I wasn't going to decide, but it sounds like it's both of which are from Aries, so I think you want to... Yes, yes, I... I just... No, I'm just saying if we if if we know what we're going to do. We also don't know what the other Athena boons do, nor do we know what the utility boon for Ares does, so we ha- have other options not to further complicate a already uh, very contentious choice amongst the group. That's very true. I am certainly open to... I would assume Athena might actually have a better survivability boon. I'm just asking, it seems like Ares served us well. I meant long-term. Uh, if we were interested yeah, in... Uh, honestly, if you were not frozen, I think we would have been... Not that it's your fault. No, no, all. you're you're right. If I had not been frozen, we would have aced that. Yes. <laughs> well, do we feel confident <laughs> angering him just to see what Athena has, and then when we've proven ourselves in battle, perhaps offering a gift? Well, Rolf, I will say it is tempting to defeat the god of war. It's a little hot, although it, it's also... <laughs> it's hubris. It's hubris, absolutely. I can't. Hubris. <laughs> Whatever you two loonies want to do, I'm down. Oh, God. <laughs> Alexander? The tactician says aid with him and his power, but uh, mm, the competitive nature in me thirsts for his blood. You want to go with Ares. You know you want to go with Ares. You think so? I think so. I think you want to. All right. It seems like the group has arrived at a Ares consensus. All right, so what do you do? I'll touch for the power one. You touch the bottom left corner, which has Ares' icon. You hear distant drum beats and armies marching, and the air becomes thick with the smell of blood. And then you see a singular figure walking through the fog of war as it speaks to you in your mind and says, Athena thinks herself better than me because she believes wisdom outranks brute force. We will show her she is incorrect. Select a power, survivability, or utility boon. Also, roll a d4. A power. It is a three. 
Okay. This is an epic level boon. Your attacks spell certain doom for your enemies. At epic rarity, you deal three additional damage dice on all damaging effects. Perfect. As he's saying this, suddenly the sound of the drum beat stops and the armies stop marching and the fog of war becomes thick with the smell of incense and the sound of looms weaving and the shield icon explodes on the other side of the room. And you see a little gold and purple mechanical owl flitting around, and through it, a voice speaks. Tactical errors have grave consequences. My dear cousin Zagreus had to learn this lesson many times, and now I will ensure I impart this wisdom to you as well. Rogue Runners, Volume 1, In the Blood, stars our players Nicholas Benetatos as Alexander the Great, Amanda Facosta as Anastasia Pentazis, Giancarlo Herrera as Rolf Yannick, and Michael Pisani as Arete Lascaris. Dungeon mastering and NPC voices are by me, Tozaman. Cover art by Chandler Candela. Audio editing by Daniel Manning. Sound design and editing by Giancarlo Herrera. Title music by Sage GC, with vocals by Jessica Dahlgren and Sage GC. Character theme music by Giorgio Volpe. Additional music by Epidemic Sound. Transcription by Eli Barasa. If you liked what you heard, we hope you'll consider helping us make future tabletop parodies of your favorite stories. You can support us at Patreon on patreon.com slash roguerunradio. Patrons get access to our community Discord channel, as well as our behind-the-scenes chat cast Out of the Blood, where we talk about everything on our minds after the episode. There are free ways to support the show too we hope you'll leave us a glowing review on your listening app of choice as well as spread the good word about us on twitter and instagram where you can follow us at rogue run radio we love hearing from you so head us up there or email us at rr at whisperforge.org we're very proud to be in the whisperforge collective and hope you'll check out our other shows get ready to run with us soon new episodes drop every two weeks till next time sinners i'll see you in hell Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. Where am I? Welcome to Desert Skies, Traveler. Your journey through the physical plane has come to an end. I am the attendant. My colleague here is the mechanic. Yo! This is your last stop on your way to the great beyond. It's our job to make sure you're prepared for the ride. Now! Before hitting the road, we have an impressive selection of over 34 varieties of microwavable burritos. Um, what, what, what's going on? There's gotta be a better afterlife than this. I mean, come on! Uh, that's offensive. Something seems to be wrong with me. You left something major undone. I have a life outside of this gas station, you know. You quite literally do not. Any hobbies? Nope. Ever travel? Nope. Love interest? Are you kidding? Oh my god. 
You're like the human version of a plain bagel. Cash register. How can I help you, attendant? Play some music? You got it. It's kind of funny, though. What I needed wasn't back there. It was here, waiting for me. I wonder what it feels like, Mac, to miss the physical plane, the people you left behind. You know, I had a wife who died three years ago. Wish I could go back. No, you don't need to go back. You just need to be here. And a new traveler approaches. Ready, team? Ready. Good. Let's do this. Find Desert Skies wherever you listen to podcasts.